Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Link Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. We are now back on track with our cursed season. I did the Miami University podcast episode because that's where we were and I was doing some stuff there. So I'm back on the cursed track. Now, tonight's episode is going to be about the curse of the hands that resist him painting. So we're just going to jump right into it. And again, I want to tell like the story of the people that own it. So here we go. There is no doubt a painting is disturbing. It shows a young boy standing next to a girl doll with hollow eyes and a sad, downturned mouth. The doll is holding a strange device with wires coming out of it. The eeriest part of the painting are that the many disembodied children's hands reaching toward the boy through the glass panels of the door just behind him. But even more disturbing than the painting itself are the stories of what happened to people who come in contact with it. It was ordinary enough beginning. It was painted in 1972 by the artist William Stoneham, who was on a contact contract to produce two paintings a month for $200 each in 1974. It was put on display in the Fine Garden Gallery in Beverly Hills, California. It was reviewed by the art critic for the Los Angeles Times, Henry Saldis, and purchased by the actor John Marley, perhaps best known for waking up next to that horse's head in The Godfather. But then the story gets weird. A few years after the painting was sold, the art critic Henry Shields died. Then the gallery owner died. Then in 1984, John Marley died. The painting disappeared, not servicing again until 2000. In a bizarre posting on eBay, the new owners were trying to sell it because they said it was haunted. They claimed that the boy and the doll in the picture would fight with each other during the night, terrifying their four-year-old daughter. They set up a motion-sensing camera in the room for three nights and claimed they captured the boy in the picture, <clears throat> leaving the frame and coming into the room, apparently fleeing in terror. And what a skeptic might think was a marketing ploy, the owners warned buyers not to bid on the painting if they were faint of heart or unfamiliar with supernatural events. More than 30,000 people visited the auction page. Many reported just looking at the painting made them feel ill or upset. The painting ultimately sold for $1,025 to a buyer in Michigan, who is reportedly keeping it in storage and refusing much much bigger offers to buy it. Because of the internet sensation, Stoneham came forward with what inspired him to paint such a haunting scene. The boy, he said, was himself. It was modeled on the photo photograph taken when he was five. The title comes from a poem written by his then wife. It reads, in part, the hands resist him like the secret of his birth. Stoneham was adopted. The children's hands, he says, represent other lives. The glass door, a barrier between worlds, and the doll, his guide between those two worlds. The fame of the haunted painting led to commissions for more works, and Stoneham has painted a series of sequels, the most recent called The Hands Invent Him. Depicts the scene from the other side of that glass door. In 2016, Darren Kyle O'Neill published a dramatized account of the notoriety haunted paint artwork entitled The Hands Resist Him, Be Careful What You Bid For. O'Neill's narrative uses the painting as the basis for a fictional tale about a serial killer known as the Life Swapper. 
Unsurprisingly, O'Neill has his own eerie experience with the sinister artwork. And this is what he had to say. I first saw it online when I was living in Dubai. I printed it out and left it on a side table next to some other documents. Printed on the same printer with the same paper. Anyway, I went to Italy for a month. When I came back, the air conditioning had gone awry. Everything was green mold. The TV, the bed sheets, my daughter's cot and clothing, all my suits in the closet, and the documents I had printed, all green. But right next to them, the only thing that was perfectly untouched was the printout of the painting of the hands that resist him. So guys, this is another cursed object, much like the Crying Boy painting or the Curse of the Anguished Man painting. The hands that resist him is just more like a depiction of this painter who painted his life and how he was adopted and how he didn't know what world to be in you know behind the glasses more children trying to get out and the doll is his guide through both worlds people that have owned this painting have all died and now the owners that have it now are just refusing any higher bid to sell the painting and then this man who made the documentary made a fictional show or writing about it Everything molded except for the printout of the painting. Guys, I do believe that this is a very cursed object. Uh, that there is something that is attached to this painting, whether it be the anguish of the artist's past and how everything was just so terrible for him in the beginning and how he didn't know who he was or, or anything like that, or just the fact that just whatever he was painting at the time, his raw emotions just kind of conjured something inside the painting. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode for another Cursed Object. I'm back on the Cursed Objects. Uh, like I said, I did the Miami University because we I was there at the time and I was just doing investigations there. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. You can go to ParanormalLinkOhio.com. There you can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. And you can check out our crystals with all the healing powers that they have. Our sage bundles for all things cleansing and all the jewelry that goes along with it. You can go to Paranormal League Ohio group. That is our group page on Facebook. There we talk about all things paranormal. You guys give me ideas for shows. I do the research. I have them. I will give you guys a shout out or have you on the show. And of course, you can go to Paranormal League Ohio on TikTok and YouTube. There we have some full episodes of the podcast. Uh, I don't put every episode on there. So that for you can just go to any podcast venue out there to listen to the Paranormal League Ohio podcast. Every night at 10 p.m., except for Thursdays and Fridays, I'm, I'm, the new episode will be at 8 p.m. Because on Thursdays and Fridays, I am live on Facebook at 10 p.m. So, guys, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I want to thank everybody for giving us the blessings for our wedding. We had a wonderful honeymoon, and we're glad to be home. And I just want to tell you guys, I love each and every one of you. And uh, you will hear me on the next one, guys. Bye.